by Sovereign Grace Music from Spotify. We've had the scene set in stuff. Um, like Isaiah has already been talking, hasn't he, in chapters one to five? But now we get to kind of do a little bit of a how did it all this start? Um, how did Isaiah find himself speaking to the church? Um, yeah, giving such a um, yeah message of uh, which causes guilt in it and stuff and shame for the people, but also holds out hope. How did he get there? Isaiah chapter 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on the throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. 
Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the Saras flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. He said, Go and tell this people, Be ever hearing, but never understanding. Be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Make the heart of this people calloused, make their ears dull, and close their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Then I said, For how long, O Lord? And he answered, Until the cities lie ruined and without inhabitant, until the houses are left deserted, and the fields ruined and ravaged, until the Lord has sent everyone far away, and the land is utterly forsaken. And though a tenth remains in the land, it will again be laid waste. But as the terebinth and oak leave stumps when they are cut down, so the holy seed will be the stump in the land. When Ahaz son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, was king of Judah, King Rezin of Aram and Pekah, son of Romalia, king of Israel, marched up to fight against Jerusalem, but they could not overpower it. Now the house of David was told, Aram has allied itself with Ephraim. So the hearts of Ahaz and his people were shaken as the trees of the forest are shaken by the wind. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, go out, you and your son Shea Jashub, to meet Ahaz at the end of the aqueduct of the upper pool on the road to the washerman's field. Say to him, be careful, keep calm and don't be afraid. Do not lose heart because of these two smoldering stubs of firewood, because of the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram and of, and of the son of Romalia. Aram, Ephraim and Romalia's son have plotted your ruin, saying, let us invade Judah, let us tear it apart and divide it among ourselves and make the son of Tabiel king over it. Yet this is what the sovereign Lord says. It will not take place. It will not happen. For the head of Aram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is only Rezin. Within 65 years, Ephraim will be too shattered to be a people. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is only Romalia's son. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or in the highest heights. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, hear now, you house of David, is it not enough to try the patience of men? Will you try the patience of my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. He will eat curds and honey when he knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right. But before the boy knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right, the land of the two kings you dread will be laid waste. The Lord will bring on you and your people and on the house of your father a time unlike any since Ephraim broke away from Judah. He will bring the king of Assyria. <clears throat> In that day, the Lord will whistle for flies from the distant streams of Egypt 
and for bees from the land of Assyria. They would all come and settle in the steep ravines and in the crevices in the rocks, on all the thorn bushes, at, at all the water holes. In that day, the Lord will use a razor hired from beyond the river, the king of Assyria, to shave your head and the hair of your legs and take off your beards also. In that day, a man will keep alive a young cow and two goats. And because of the abundance of the milk they give, he will have to he will have curds to eat. All who remain in the land will eat curds and honey. In that day, in every place where there were a thousand vines worth a thousand silver shackles, there will be only briars and thorns. Men will go there and but with bow and arrow, for the land will be covered with briars and thorns. As for all the hills once cultivated by the hoe, you will no longer go there for fear of the briars and thorns. They will become places where cattle are turned loose and where sheep run. The Lord said to me, take a large scroll and write on it with an ordinary pen, Mahashala Hashbaz, and I will call in Uriah the priest and Zechariah son of Jerachiah as reliable witnesses for me. Then I went to the prophetess, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. And the Lord said to me, Name him Mahashala Hashbaz. Before the boy knows how to say my father or my mother, the wealth of Damascus and the plunder of Samaria will be carried off by the king of Assyria. The Lord spoke to me again, Because this people has rejected the gently flowing waters of Shiloh, and rejoices over Rezin and the son of Romelia, Therefore, the Lord is about to bring against them the mighty floodwaters of the river, the king of Assyria with all his pomp. It will overflow all its channels, run over all its banks and sweep on into Judah, swirling over it, passing through it and reaching up to the neck. Its, out, out, its outspread wings will cover the breadth of your land. O oh, Emmanuel, raise the war cry, you nations, and be shattered. Listen, all you distant lands, prepare for battle and be shattered. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Devise your strategy, but it will be thwarted. Propose your plan, but it will not stand, for God is with us. The Lord spoke to me with his strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the way of this people. He said, do not call conspiracy everything that these people call conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread, and he will be a sanctuary. But for both houses of Israel, he will be a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. And for the people of Jerusalem, he will be a trap and a snare. Many of them will stumble. They will fall and be broken. They will be snared and captured. Bind up the testimony and seal up the law among my disciples. I will wait for the Lord who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob. I will put my trust in him. Here am I and the children the Lord has given me. We are signs and symbols in Israel from the Lord Almighty who dwells on Mount Zion. When, mel when men tell you to consult mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? To the law, and to the testimony they do not speak according to this word they have no light of dawn distressed and hungry they will roam through the land when they are famished they will become enraged and looking upward will curse their king and their god then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom and they will be thrust 
into utter darkness. There you are, that's the reading from this morning. I think there's a good, uh, um, yeah, helpful sort of stuff there, isn't there, about how the Lord is the one who's in control of all of the nations. He actually uses them as tools in his hands to accomplish his will. And yeah, and so that, that's, I don't know, that's pretty helpful, isn't it? Like that we shouldn't fear um, uh, people and what people can do. Uh, we fear the one, isn't it, who is actually, yeah, able to take those and wield those uh, people. Um, yeah, so he says that, doesn't he? Like, do not fear um, what they fear. Do not dread it, but fear me. Um, but then straight away he talks about himself being a sanctuary, someone we can run to and find refuge in. Um, yeah, so maybe take that into your day today. There might be lots of things that uh, stand before you that are fearful, but uh, those things are tools in the hands of a loving um, God and Father who, um, yeah, will will shape us, isn't it, and and help us um, not to be removed from the situations, but to go through them. Um, yeah, so may he help us and to trust him today. Shall we say the Lord's Prayer so we can pray for help? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. It says we forgive, have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. Sorry, messed up there. Okay, have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.